I found these numbers today. They're a little bit out of date. I think this number has gone up and we're going to hear about that. But prior to 2009, insured losses from catastrophic severe weather in this country averaged $400 billion per year. Since then, the annual average has reached $1.4 billion. I think it's up around 2 now. So we're seeing huge numbers of storms, or at least much more severe storms, and huge numbers of losses, big money losses. Initial estimates for the insured losses caused by Fiona alone is already between $300 million to $700 million uh, for the industry, according to a report on Tuesday. Now, today, the infrastructure minister, Dominic LeBlanc, addressed this. He says as climate change makes floods, fires, and massive storms more frequent, governments are looking at the best way to shore up Canada's defenses and recovery programs. The Federal Provincial Disaster Assistance Program covers public losses and some uninsurable private losses when a natural disaster strikes. LeBlanc says the scale of the problem now means program and private insurance needs to be reviewed. It's obvious that this arrangement needs to be modernized in the sense that the losses, the scale of losses, the type of damage, including to personal property that, as your colleague said, in some cases are not insurable or easily insurable, uh, we need as governments to find the right way to protect Canadians. Many homeowner insurance policies don't actually cover something like storm surge, which cause such massive damage to co- coastal properties such as in Porto Basque as Hurricane Fiona slammed into the provinces on Saturday. Joining me now with more on this is Amanda Dean. She's the Vice President of the Insurance Bureau of Canada. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me on. Well, you're in Halifax, so the impact of Fiona's right in your backyard, I gather. What's it been like? I mean, both personally and professionally, I guess, uh, from uh, from a personal point of view and from an insurance point of view. It is right in my own backyard. Certainly lots of uh, tree branches and um, trees cut up on the side of uh, the road. Every time there is a, certainly a hurricane that blows through our region, we... Um, we have to think about the things that we haven't thought about since the last one. So when it comes to hurricanes and the impact that they have on, uh, on residents, there's a couple of things to think about in terms of a home insurance policy. Anything to do with wind, uh, damage caused by wind, so a tree falling over due to the, uh, the force of wind uh, or debris flying through the air causing damage to a home, that is covered under a typical home insurance policy. We also see with the heavy amounts of rain that follow, uh, water damage caused by um, rain coming in, those gaping holes that trees may have caused in our home, typically covered. Uh, Sewer backups, um, because the sewer systems and wastewater systems are overwhelmed with the rain that comes in such a short period of time, typically covered if you have a sewer backup endorsement. Clear water from rivers overflowing their banks, again, from the volume of rain, uh, typically covered as well. But when we get into a storm surge, which certainly in advance of Fiona, we all heard um, the the warnings about um, the risk of storm surge and uh, what that could potentially do. That is something that has uh, typically not been uh, insured within Canada. Now, mind you, rivers overflowing their banks and coming into your home has only been insured since about uh, 2015 in Canada. There's been uh, those types of products that you can purchase to add on to your insurance policy. 
So you're adapting as the essentially you're adapting as these storms become more intense. Is that uh, and 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 the kind of destruction we're seeing starts to change. Absolutely, insurers are adapting because they're hearing from their policyholders, uh, and they're certainly hearing from policyholders following Fiona that um, storm surge is something that we're going to likely see more and more into the future. And we say that because of the more broader conversation around climate change. Mm -hmm. Now, with that conversation, uh, we know that climate change is leading to rising sea levels uh, and erosion happening at uh, greater speeds. And the risk modeling required for insurers to accurately price these types of of products and this this type of flood uh, coverage, if you will, is nearly impossible. So without that all-important risk modeling, um, the risk is deemed too high or would be too expensive. Now, with all of that said, there's been an awful lot of research done and an awful lot of conversation that's been happening uh, with respect to private-public partnerships um, with with government and what a flood program could look like in Canada that would include all all types of uh, high-risk um, flood, such as uh, storm surge. So, and that's important because those high-risk um, homeowners in high-risk areas currently are restricted in terms of what they can purchase in the private insurance market. So this public-private partnership that's being discussed is incredibly important because it will it will provide uh, a product available for those in extremely high-risk areas uh, to purchase. But that is working towards the future. Right now with Fiona, um, there is not much on the market uh, in order to cover storm surge. Just generally, I know it's early days, but have you even started to figure out what the insurance cost of this storm is going to be? We have not yet. So it will be weeks before we have a good sense of what this storm will cost. Now, there is impact in all four Atlantic provinces, and uh, some impact uh, was was also faced in Quebec as well. Mm. So we will have a better idea within a couple of weeks, um, and also... Insurers are just starting to get those claims calls in uh, as of yesterday. So this is not abnormal in this type of an event. Uh, When people experience damage to the properties, they, number one, are looking after the safety of themselves and their family. Uh, Sometimes they're displaced, as we're seeing with the storm throughout the entire region. And um, they're also worried about uh, what happens next. So when people are able Uh, to wrap their heads around those next steps. That's typically when insurers are called and everyone within the insurance industry at the moment is standing at the ready. We are ready for those calls to come in, ready to start the claims process. And once insurers have a good sense of how many claims they have in any one given area, uh, then they will know if they need to bring in adjusters uh, from other provinces and deploy those resources accordingly. I remember seeing stats about Lytton being the most expensive natural disaster in Canadian history. I can't imagine this one will not be higher than that. It feels just by looking at it that it's going to be high compared to even Juan and some of the ones of the past where you are. Yes, it, it could very well be. Uh, and again, with such extensive damage in PEI uh, from Pictou County north northward in uh, in Nova Scotia, and then of course uh, in Port of Basque, Newfoundland, we've all seen 
those startling images, that startling video, uh, you can't help but being impacted when you see those images. And everyone in the insurance industry is human uh, and mm. is impacted by those images and wants to help as best as they can. Uh, so everyone is ready for those calls to come in. I know as you sort this all out, will there will there be an impact on premiums generally across the country? I mean, I think think what we're seeing here is a change in weather patterns. That's certainly a concern for insurers. It's certainly a concern for homeowners. But will this impact people broadly beyond Atlantic Canada? Typically, uh, one event doesn't impact too much. But what we are seeing is a series of events that are cropping up right across the country and certainly right across Atlantic Canada. We typically have a series of smaller events. This is certainly going to be on the larger side of events uh, that Atlantic Canadians face uh, in terms of uh, insurance-related costs. So uh, as claims drive premiums, stands to reason that that premiums uh, will increase as these types of events come with more frequency and severity. But it's also important to note, too, that um, so 2001 to 2010, the average annual payout uh, nationally for severe weather events was was uh, over six hundred thousand dollars in Canada. Now we're averaging two point two billion dollars a year uh, for those same types of losses. So that's a pretty big jump. Uh, it's also indicative to the changing climate and the changing severe weather patterns that we're seeing. Amanda Dean, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you reaching out.